Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Cowboy reined up on top of the ridge. He could see the dust from the stagecoach about two miles up the trail. And directly below him, just around the bend, he could see three men. Their guns were drawn and bandanas covered the lower half of their faces. Get up there, Smoke. The cowboy wheeled his gray and started along the top of the ridge toward the approaching stage. He urged his mount on until he was half a mile above the bend. And then he guided him down the steep slope. Easy, boy. Take it easy. Ho, boy. Ho, ho there. Ho. He waited at the side of the trail, his arm raised in a signal for the stage to stop. Hey, boy. Whoa. Hey, boy. Whoa. Hey, young fella. What do you want? Looks to me like there's some road agents waiting for you around the next bend. Road agents? What do they want to stop this stage for? I don't know, but they're there. Three hombres with their faces masked and their guns ready. Aren't you carrying anything worth stealing? 
Just my passenger. What's up, Zeke? Well, this fellow says there's some road agents waiting for us around the bend. Hmm. How do you know he isn't one of them? Howdy, miss. Do I look like a crook? I've seen crooks with curly hair before. And with all the rustling that's going on in this valley, I don't trust anybody on sight. Well, I'll mosey along if you say so. But I'd just as soon tie my cayuse on back and get up on the box to lend a hand with the shooting. I'll lend a hand with the shooting. Pass me your shotgun, Zeke. No, sirree. You can't drive and shoot, too. Now, Miss Sue, you're going to lie down on the floor and stay there. Young fella, I'm going to take you up on your proposition. Hitch on your horse and climb aboard. A moment later, the cowboy was on the box beside the driver, and the stage was underway once more. Zeke whipped up the team as it neared the bend, and the old Concord careened around the turn at breakneck speed. The outlaws rode out on the trail and yelled for the stage to stop, but the cowboy opened fire, and as the stage bore down on them, the masked men scurried back for the side of the trail. They sent a few wild shots after the stage and then spurred their horses back up the trail. The ambush was safely passed. (laughs) I think I nicked a couple of them. I know for sure you did. If you want to pull up, I'll get on my bronc and follow that trail. Oh, no need for that. The sheriff will pick them up. I recognize the coyotes. You did? Yeah, just some two-bit bad men that hang out at the last chance. The sheriff's been aching for a chance to throw them in the calaboose. He'll take care of them. Don't worry about it. Well, if that's the case, I think I'll climb down to see how your passenger made out. Well, we're traveling. What's the sense of risking your neck? I can think of worse reasons. <laughs> Same here. Sue Lawler's <laughs> mighty pretty. <laughs> I aim to get acquainted. The cowboy worked his way back from the box and then swung down through the open window into the stage. <laughs> Any monkeys in your family? Uh-huh. Oh, just one. The name's Campbell, miss. Curly Campbell, I suppose. Well, my real name's Clarence. But I'd sure appreciate it if you'd call me Curly. What if I like Clarence better? And maybe I'd start liking it myself. Are you all right? Oh, fine. Except for the 47 bones I broke lying on the floor. Where did you learn to shoot? Did I do all right? You hit one of them in the shoulder and another in the arm. I expect that's where you were aimed. You couldn't have been lying on the floor much. Now, I've got a natural curiosity. For instance, I'm wondering what brings you to the valley. I'm looking for a job. Know anybody that needs a top hand? Well, maybe we can use one. I'm Sue Lawler. My mom's the Circle L. The Circle L? Ever hear of it? I guess I've heard it mentioned. That must have been when Paul was alive. We're not a big outfit now, and... What with all the rustling that's going on, we're getting smaller all the time. You'll run into plenty of trouble if you take a job with us. That suits me. Mind, I'm not saying there is one. I'll have to talk with Matt Barton. He's the foreman. But you take a ride out this afternoon and we'll see. I sure will, Miss Lawler. When Sue Lawler reached home and brought up the subject of hiring Curly Campbell... She found her mother perfectly willing. But Matt Barton, the foreman, was strongly opposed to the idea. We don't need another hand. But he's a good man. Maybe with him around, we'll stop losing cattle. How do you know how good he is? That doesn't matter. He saved my daughter's life, Matt. Saved her life nothing. Sheriff's already caught those hombres out in the trail. Pete Martin and Larrabee and Pecos Bill. 
Why, Miss Sue had stuck her head out the window, she'd have scared those three into kingdom come. I still say Curly can shoot. Can he break a horse? Can he rope? Can he ride herd? If he can't, you can let him go. Yeah, that's fair enough. Miss Lawler, Sue don't realize how bad things are going with us. You know we can't afford to spend a red cent more than we have to. Thirty dollars a month isn't much. Well, it's more than you can afford. Oh, dear. Sometimes I wish you, we could get rid of this place. Well, you can. To me, you got my offer. Five thousand? Why, you're a loco, man. It isn't worth any more. It would be if it was run right. So you don't like the way I run things? All right, then I quit. No, Matt. You know we couldn't get along without you. If I stay, I run things my way. All right, Matt. Except that you're going to hire Curly. Now, Sue, And I... you're going to back me up in this, Ma. Well, if you insist. I do. You want me to fire one of the crew I got? That isn't a bad idea. For a no-good hombre that'll probably turn out to be a crook? Where'd he learn to use a gun so well? How would you like it if he turned out to be a rustler? Oh. Working right here where he could tip off his gang when to make their raids. Oh, land sakes, that'd be awful. Maybe Matt's right, Sue. No, he isn't, Ma. It's settled, Matt. He's coming out here this afternoon, and you're going to put him to work. Do you understand that? <laughs> sure, I understand. He won't last long. When Curly reported for work that afternoon, he found Matt at the corral. The foreman wasn't encouraging. The work's hard and the pay's poor. I'm used to that. Well, let's see what you can do. Ever break horses? Some. All right, throw a saddle on that buckskin bronc the boys are holding. Go to work. Sure. Yeah, no need to unsaddle your own cayuse. There's a saddle on the fence. I'll use my own, thanks. Just hold him steady, boys. We can't do that for long. All I ask is to get aboard. I'll hold him. The buckskin bronc snorted his defiance as Curly tightened the saddle girth. Then, in a flash, he was in the saddle. Let up, Buck! The bronc jackknifed into the air and came down hard on all four feet. Then up and down again and again. But Curly stuck to the saddle in spite of the jarring impacts that shook the earth. Now the bronc started to buck, lashing out with his hoofs, twisting, turning, striving to get rid of the hated burden on his back. Once around the corral, twice, three times, and still Curly stuck. He was talking to the horse now, and finally the horse seemed to realize he had met his master. He reared in the air. For a moment it seemed that he would topple over, and then his front feet plunged to the earth again and he stood trembling. Curly patted his neck and slipped from the saddle. That's all right, boy. How you know nobody's going to hurt you, don't you? Sure, boy, sure. Quickly, Curly unsaddled and climbed the fence of the corral to stand at Matt's side once more. Anything else you'd like me to try, Matt? No. Joel, show you where you can stow your gear in the bunkhouse. Just one thing, Matt. Yeah, what? This saddle here you wanted me to use. The girth's rotten. Use that on a bronc and there might be an accident. Yeah? Just thought I'd warn you in case you plan to do some riding yourself. Let's go, Joe. Late that night, Curly slipped out of the bunkhouse, caught his gray, saddled it, and rode toward the steep cliffs that bordered the western end of the Circle L range. Half an hour later, he saw two men waiting near a small waterfall. One of the men wore a mask and was mounted on a silver-white stallion. The other was an Indian who rode a paint. It was the Lone Ranger and his faithful companion, Tonto. Oh, oh, there. Oh, oh. Easy. 
Howdy, Masked Man. Hello, Tonto. Hello, Curly. Oh, I didn't know whether I'd find you here tonight. The chief said you had a long way to travel. We arrived last night. All the way from Laredo. Oh, that's moving. We're camped in the woods near South Pass. Are you staying in town? No, I got a break. I'm working for the Circle L. How did you manage that? Made friends with Sue Lawler. She must have forced Matt Barton to take me on. He doesn't suspect you're a range detective? No, I'm sure he doesn't. Matt, plenty dangerous. All through supper, he was trying to make out I was wanted by the law someplace. All right, let him think so. What do I do? Just stay there and keep my eyes open? Yes, for the time being. Here's the situation. Reed Carson has been selling cattle to Gonzales across the border for quite a while. The last herd carried the square circle brand. That's with the square inside the circle. Right. Just as the L is inside the circle. It would be simple to change the L to a square with a running iron. Sure. And that's what happened. How to look close at brand. Now, you know from your records that the circle L has been losing cattle. Yeah. There are a hundred canyons cutting into this cliff for miles to the south. From the circle L range, they could have been driven into any one of them. The brands changed and allowed to heal before the cattle were driven south. That sounds logical. Well, we got a job cut out for us if we're going to search every canyon, though. Yes, I know. Otto and I are starting tonight. But how do you figure Matt Barton has anything to do with the rustling? Breed was killed the other day in Laredo. And this piece of paper was found on him. Ah, list of names. With Barton's at the end. Two thousand. That could be the amount he received. It isn't evidence, of course... It ties in with the fact that he's the foreman of the Circle L. Oh, uh, what do you think of his crew? A bad lot. Well, we haven't much to work on, Curly, I admit. But you keep an eye on them at the ranch. Tonto and I will try to find some trace of the stolen cattle in these canyons. We'll keep in touch with each other and then... <coughs> what is it, Silver? There, girl. Top her eyes. Why, it's Sue Lawler. Right away now. I wonder if she recognized me. You'd better get back to the ranch. You'll find us at our camp all during the day. Right. Get up there. As Curly rode back to the ranch, Lone Ranger and Tonto started their exploration of the canyons that cut into the face of the cliff. The first one led to a dead end. They retraced their steps and rode along the cliff to the entrance of the second. It was choked with undergrowth, but they forced their way through until Silver raised his head in alarm. <laughs> and the Lone Ranger saw a flash of metal in the moonlight at the top of the canyon. Look out, Toto, above us. Oh, oh, we'll have to shoot it out with them. That took care of one of them. They're clearing out. Toto! As Lone Ranger turned, he saw his faithful Indian companion slumped over the pommel of his saddle. Toto! Kimosaba, you've been hit. <laughs> the curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue our story. When the Lone Ranger saw that Tonto had been wounded, he dismounted quickly, lifted the Indian from his saddle, and placed him gently on the ground. Then he wet his neckerchief at a spring that was bubbling from the side of the canyon and bathed Tonto's head. The bullet had grazed his temple. It was a close thing, but as he bandaged the wound, Tonto opened his eyes. You're going to be all right, Kimosabe. Uh, you leave Tonto here. Go after men. I can't do that. Why? It wouldn't be any use. They're at the top of the cliff. Maybe they're way up at end the canyon. They've gone now. The ground's rocky. There's no chance of picking up their trail. Uh, now you know. Outlaw have hideout near here. Yes, Tonto. One of these hundred canyons. Well, better you go. I'm going to finish bandaging your head. And after you've rested a while, I'm going to take you back to camp. We'll go after the outlaws and the cattle tomorrow night. Tonto had almost completely recovered by morning, and he was eating breakfast with a lone ranger beside their campfire when they noticed Silver and Scout were restless. The horses were looking toward the north edge of the woods. Somebody come this way, Kimasabi. I think so, Tonto. Yes, I can hear someone. Maybe Curly. Could be. Oh! It is. This way, Curly. Oh, oh, boy. Easy. Howdy. Howdy. Hi, your camp's well hidden. We meant it to be. Oh, Tonto, what's the matter? A couple of men opened fire on us from the top of one of the canyons last night. One of their bullets grazed his temple. Oh, too bad. Well, Tonto, fine now. Did any of the men at the Circle L show up wounded last night? Why, yeah, come to think about it. Joe said he had an accident with his gun. Oh, him have accident with Lone Ranger's gun. A little more evidence that Matt Barton is the man we're looking for. Say, uh, I'm awful sorry, mister. About what, Curly? I'm all through at the ranch. What? What happened? Well, Matt said I was wanted at the ranch house this morning, and I rode up there with him. Sue was waiting for us. She recognized me last night when I was talking to you, and she wanted an explanation. As to why you were talking with a masked man. That's right. Uh, did you give her one? How could I, with Matt standing there? I admitted you and Tonto were friends of mine. And she told me that if I hung around with crooks, I'd have to clear out. That's all there was to it. That's oh, a bad break. That depends, Curly. Oh, uh, how did Matt take it? He's sure I'm in the same business he is now. Well, he was almost friendly when he said goodbye. He said, it's a big country. Just tell your boys to keep out of the canyons and they'll keep out of trouble. That's perfect. But I'm all through. I've been ordered off the ranch. Just the same. You're going back there tonight. What? We may not have to look for stolen cattle anymore, Curly. There's a chance Matt can be persuaded to bring them to us. Just listen. The Lone Ranger and Curly rode up to the Circle L bunkhouse at 10 o'clock that evening. The sky was clouded over and it was very dark. But the horses in the corral could be made out by the light spilling from the bunkhouse windows. Oh, oh, oh there, boy. That roan belongs to Matt. He's inside. Good. You'll be waiting out here? I'll be watching through one of the windows. I'll be keeping Matt covered, just in case he doesn't believe you. Fine. I'll feel a lot safer. All right, let's go. Right. Be close. <laughs> reason why Miss Sue has to be told I'm here. I carry out her orders. Sure, I know you do. But I want to have a little business talk with you. Business? What are you talking about? 
Breed Carson is dead. What? What? Breed dead? What happened to him? Keep quiet. There was a gunfight down in Laredo. Between you and Breed? No, I wasn't even there. But I'm taking over where he left off. You're working for Gonzalez? Did you ever hear Breed mention that name? Well, I know... Don't use it anymore. Well, there's no harm just between you and me. I said don't ever use that name again. All right, all right. You say you're taking over for Breed. Yeah. And you deliver 200 head, the same as last time? Hmm. At the same price? Yeah. That's $12 a head. It's $10 a head. What's the idea, trying to put something over? <laughs> I wasn't sure how much Breed charged his boys. The price is 10 Sure. Have you got 200 head? Just about. But when you say deliver, that means to the opening of South Pass, we don't take them any farther than that. It's all right with me. I've got a couple of men. We can handle them from there on. And when do I get paid? As soon as I make my count. Let's say, uh, 12 o'clock tomorrow night. It's a deal. Midnight at the South Pass. Your plan's working, mister. You agreed to sell you 200 head of cattle with a square circle brand? Right. They'll be at the opening of the South Pass tomorrow night at midnight. Then there's only one thing we have to do. Go to the sheriff and identify yourself. Tell him to meet you with his posse in the woods where we're camped tomorrow night. That's a good spot. You can see the pass from there. Not later than 11 o'clock, easy city. I'm on my way. Easy there. Get up there. Come on, Silver. Curly and the Lone Ranger separated, the masked man returning to camp, and Curly riding into town. He found the sheriff alone in his office. Evening, Sheriff. Campbell. I've got some papers I want you to look at. Huh? Read them. Uh, so you're a range detective. That's right. Well, you got some explaining to do, mister. What's this I hear about you hanging around with outlaws? You mean the masked man and the Indian? The same. Sheriff, that masked man has a horse named Silver. Huh? And the Indian, the one who rides with them all the time, his name is Tonto. Jumping Jehoshaphat! Then the masked man He is... sure is, Sheriff. He's helping me round up the rustlers of the Circle Out cattle. And we want to cut you in on the deal. That's this way. Tomorrow night at... The following night, Matt and his men left the Circle L bunkhouse as soon as it was dark. They rode to the edge of the range where the cliffs rose sheer above them. And then, when they were sure no one was following them, they entered one of the canyons. Here were grass and water, and here were 200 head of Circle L cattle, which had been driven into the canyon and rebranded. As Matt was directing the roundup, Joe and Pete rode up to him. Hey, what's the matter with you two? Get over to the far wall and round up the strays. Plenty of time for that. Pete's got an idea. Yeah? What's on your mind? Well, Matt, I've been thinking about this curly fellow. What about him? Well, he's working for Gonzalez. There's no doubt about that. I'm not saying there is. He must be carrying a lot of money on him. Well, he'd better have 2000 Pete figures he's got a lot more than that. Well, maybe so. Why shouldn't we take it all? Eh? Why not? He's only got a couple of men. There's eight of us. We'll have a chance to get all three of them before they can even slap leather. And we take Curly's money, and we still have the cattle. Uh-huh. And if the sheriff asks any questions, we got answers. We caught Curly and the other two making off with some of our steers. Sure. 
<laughs> Nobody can say any different. All right, boys, we'll let them have it. Let's get these steers moving. Get up! Shortly before midnight, the sheriff and his posse were waiting in the woods near the South Pass. With them were the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Curly. Well, we'll be leaving you now, Sheriff. Leaving us? Aren't you going to take a hand in this game, mister? He sure is. Curly, Tonto, and I will wait for Matt at the opening of the pass. It's the only way they can escape when you start closing in. Well, that's right. And you don't aim to let him get by you? Not if we can help it. How long do I wait? You can judge that for yourself, Sheriff. Whenever you're sure, you can cut off all escape from this direction. Uh, don't worry. You can depend on us. Ready, Tonto? Be ready. Come on, Silver. Get off. Get up. A few minutes after the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Curly reached the opening of the pass, they saw the herd moving toward them along the base of the cliff. Matt was riding in front, and he spurred on to meet them. Whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, boy, whoa. You're on time. Yeah, sure. Well, these are the two gents Miss Sue spotted you with the other night. Yep. Hey, Joe and Pete. Come on over and meet these hombres. Now, Curly, how do you want to make your count? Hey, boss, what do we do? Want to make your count here, Curly? Want to stay right here and have us drive the cattle on past you? Yeah, that's a good idea. Keep them coming, boys. Right on into the pass. Start counting, Curly. Curly turned toward the herd, and the Lone Ranger looked toward the woods. It was time for the sheriff and his men to break from cover. It was Tonto who saw Pete's hand stealing in the direction of his gun. And Curly was in the Indian's line of fire. Come on, Tommy! The Lone Ranger saw the danger. In a flash, he had drawn. Ow! By the fraction of a second, the masked man had won the decision, and Pete's arm hung limp at his side. And at that moment, the sheriff and his posse started out from the woods. Matt, that's the sheriff. We gotta get out of here. Yeah, through the pass. Out of the way, masked man. You're staying right where you are, Matt. Didn't you hear what Joe said? That's the sheriff coming. You want to go to jail? You and your men are the only ones who are going to jail. You're in this just as much as we are. This gun says that you don't make a move. Hey, look, I'll admit I drew on you, but you paid me off. Let us get through the pass. It's no use arguing, men. Here comes the sheriff now. Who you got here? Matt, Pete, and Joe, huh? Good work. Now you're prisoner, Sheriff. Let's go, Toto. That means we got the lot of them. But, Sheriff, you're letting the masked man and the Indian get away. They work for Curly here. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Curly's a crook, Sheriff. He's a range detective, you mean. And you walked into the neatest little trap I ever saw. I don't deserve any credit for that. <laughs> the masked man and the Indian work for me. I gotta laugh. But in a way, that's right, Sheriff. They work for everybody that's on the side of law and order. They sure do, son. Who are they? I don't mind telling you now, Matt. And I'm going to get back into Miss Sue's good books by telling her just as fast as I can. The Indian's name is Tonto. And the big hombre that rides the white horse, why, he's the Lone Ranger.
This is a product of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle, directed by Fred Flowerday, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Thank <laughs> you.